Welcome, everyone, to another installment of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief, the legal podcast that provides easy-to-understand information about estate and business planning to help you, your family, and your business. And now, the jovial gents of jurisprudence, Mike Betts and Spencer Chaffin. Hey, everybody. This is Mike Betts with BC Counselors at Law. We're coming to you with another installment of the BC Counselors Legal Brief, uh, the fastest growing podcast on my list of podcasts. Congratulations. Uh, it's the only one, Spencer. Doesn't matter. But congratulations. Yeah. 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 In fact, I recently, the list of podcasts I listened to, it like, it increased by 100% when I added <laughs> the BC Counselor's Legal Brief. And uh, we are actually changing the format just slightly. Historically, our our producer has not wanted to join us. And so... They just wanted to produce. For, 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 the, for those of you that have followed us for a long time, you guys remember... Uh, like you'll you'll recognize the name Pierre. Well, we got him the hell out of here. Like we we couldn't work with that guy. So <laughs> we've officially replaced him. It's because we were too timid. He he's gonna beat us up with those with those pythons. God, you guys you guys have heard about his muscles and the muscle man shirt. Like th- that at this point, that's... I had a Napoleonic complex. Yeah, I was did like, you? Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I... So anyway, so we so we had to so we had to let him we had to let him go. I mean, we wish we yeah. wish Pierre the best of the best of luck in all of his future endeavors. Um, and you know, he still edits all this, so he's going to edit all this out. Uh, not if I have anything to say about this, because you know what, we've got our own spy who's infiltrated Pierre's compound, and that's Alex who's sitting here next to us. See. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> this will be how do rappers do it? Sell it after Trump. We got sell it after Trump. There yeah, we go. That's exactly <laughs> okay. right. First bootlegs and Okay. First first big question. Have any of y'all ever bought something out of the trunk? Yeah, oh, I have. I have. Uh, I, I am yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. guilty. And that night, the music sounded really good. Yeah, I did it. The the next day when we might have sobered up, it was not that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I got to say, I got to say that I have actually bought a tape. Oh, see, I got a CD, but you a even got tape. the tape. Yeah, I bought yeah. a tape out of out of a trunk. And I've also I've also purchased out of the trunk of a car. Well, officially, it would have been like the tailgate yeah. the back hatch of a uh, honda hatchback it was it was a uh, like a like a like a purse like a <laughs> like a fake, a fake purse yeah i've done that i've done that yeah yeah so um yeah so so yeah now that now that um now that we've we've uh you know gotten rid of pierre i think that uh the wheels are about to come off <laughs> to come off we actually took the steering wheel yeah. From this nice car and just threw it out the window and that's, said, "Let's go." That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But uh, but anyway, so today today the podcast, um, I obviously you guys have 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 
heard uh, Alex in the past, we want him to be a part of it and jump in and 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 add his uh, perspective because I think that it's uh, a much better perspective than anything Spencer's ever offered me. One hundred percent. Yeah, and and Spencer could say the exact same thing about me, right? One hundred percent. Exactly. So, uh, so I think I think we've already improved our podcast. One hundred percent. Exactly. So, 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 so it's all the little progress and, 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 and so what I, what I want to do is I want to like, like weave some, some, uh, maybe real estate transactions discussion into this. We did a podcast on commercial leases. Yep. So, uh, it made sense to talk about, uh, purchasing real estate and talking about that in the context of, uh, one of our last podcasts we talked about, I think asset purchase agreements and, yeah. and it's definitely been in the back. So go, go listen to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've talked about that and, 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 and real estate's kind of a, a part of it. And so, um, it's not going to be as dense as our, as our commercial lease. Yeah. That, that was truly like we called it a treatise. It was a treatise. But some of those topics you have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real estate transaction, I think, here's what you need to know. Go to, go to uh, find a real estate broker. The real estate brokers are better than attorneys and smarter than attorneys. And they'll have Texas real estate commission <laughs> forms. And that's what you do. Right, Spencer? Not 100%. No, no. Attorneys matter. That's exactly right. Attorneys' lives matter. <laughs> right, Spencer? Why did you laugh at that, like, so awkwardly? Why did you give me an awkward laugh? You're turning red right now, I too. Am. Why are you turning oh. red? Because have you ever heard any attorney joke? 90% of them are about us dying. No, they all are about us. So dying. I don't think our lives matter. <laughs> but do you know But do you know why us, us dying is okay, Spencer? Because it's one less attorney? No, because we uh, have our trusts in place. We do have our estate plans in place. Yeah. And so if you have your, your trust in place, then You're that's all that matters. You're good to go. Like you, are, is that true, Spencer? Yeah. That's what you've told me for years. Yeah. Get your plans in order. Yeah. But let's go back to real estate. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to talk about real estate. So uh, real estate, real estate transaction, um, I, I think I think the purpose of of, of today's conversation is going to be uh, focused more commercial rather yep. than the residential side of things. Uh, the residential side of things, folks truly don't need to worry about having attorneys look at things. Uh, that that transaction is on on. Texas Real Estate Commission or Oklahoma, Oklahoma Real Estate Commission yeah. or, or whatever state yeah. you're sitting in. The, 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 They're you, pretty structured. They've got they've got contracts that they've promulgated and and uh, they're drafted by attorneys. And the reason why they're drafted by attorneys, attorneys are the only ones that can do the contracts and uh, brokers. They understand that uh, they 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 know that we've we can't be drafting these contracts. So, so, so we use those forms and those forms and those transactions are so straightforward yeah. that they really are fill in the blank. It's a, it's a fill in yeah. the blank and, and the title company, 
will will worry about the title searches and yep. that sort of thing. And so, yeah, the use of an attorney in real estate for a residential stuff like that interpretations yeah. not not always no it wouldn't make sense yeah. now now again when you buy your house um that's like a good time to to do your your trust and, yep. and that would be what you would want to talk to the attorneys about or if you have a trust pick up the phone and call your attorney and just say hey how how do i need to title this because it, it might it might matter if you're buying a piece of a piece of real estate so, so we won't talk about a residential transaction, like just just a even even if you're buying it for rental property purposes, so for an investment purpose, but you're buying a residential property, it's it it's 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 pretty straightforward. Even even like the financials on that are going to be pretty easy because you can look in the area and see what rents are going for and then you'll know what if however you're financing it you can you can figure that out it's pretty straightforward now let's talk about a a a commercial transaction uh, for something that maybe is a multifamily unit so not just a single house or um, a, a a shopping center so apartment complexes duplexes fourplexes um, so it can be for for people living in them yep. uh so so residential in that sense but then but then you're buying it for a commercial purpose so what 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 should folks know what uh do these contracts look like um this will be kind of your primer on on that that's the purpose of this podcast um it's already getting a little bit heavy spencer like you, your job is to stop me from creating another treatise. Yep. Okay. And Alex, your job is to stop me from boring everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just woke him up by talking to him. I did. And periodically. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Spencer, you're on your computer right now. What are you, What are you What are you researching? So um, I'm just getting ready to research stuff for you. Are you okay? Um, cool. Pulling okay. up things. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. what uh, what 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 I was missing. I was getting feeling a little a little self conscious. So, so what is so what is a what is a real estate transaction, Spencer? In 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 a nutshell, a real estate transaction is where one person gives money to someone owning a piece of real estate in exchange for that piece of real estate. That's perfect. Yes. Yes. And then and then as far as as far as the overall structure of a transaction. Um, Normally, whenever we do that, we're going to have a, a few pieces of, of paper, if you will. There's going to be like this, this, this master agreement. Yep. That's going to be your, your actual purchase agreement. Yep. And so that's the document where Spencer says, hey, I agree to pay you X. And I say, I agree to sell you uh, real estate in exchange. And that's our contract. Now, that contract's going to have like a lot of important provisions, we'll break those down. But that's like your first set of transaction yep. documents is the contract. So when they say a, 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 a house is under contract, what that means is we've signed a contract, but that doesn't mean you own the house yet. Nope. Right? That's exactly right. So in a business, it's it, it doesn't have to be structured differently, right? Like as far as... Uh, the mechanics like you can 
what we're talking about the real estate where you sign the contract, it can be done the same way. But typically when you're selling a business, you don't sign the contracts until the actual closing date. So right. once it's signed and everything transfers, the money and all of this stuff. We're gonna take a short break, but we'll return with more legal info to help you, your family, and your business right here on the BC Counselor's Legal Brief. This episode of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief is brought to you by Alfredo Robledo Certified Public Accountant, PC. Alfredo has been licensed as a certified public accountant since 1984 and is located in Grapevine, Texas. Alfredo can help with many different tax matters ranging from filing individual and business tax returns, trust and estate filings, as well as bookkeeping services for your business. You can contact Alfredo at 817-421-0720 or find him at grapevinecpa.com. Flat, 45, red flat, Mike, Mike, 66, now, 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 set, up. We're in a tight spot, third down, goal to go from the nine. My name is Jim Jeffcoat. I had a 15-year career in the NFL playing defense. You have to be smart, and you can't just wait to see what the offense might do. You know what their goal is. They're trying to break you down and score. That is why COVID awareness and COVID boosters are essential. The vaccines are here to play defense for you and your family. Anticipate, think ahead. Don't let COVID beat you because you decide not to be ready. At Foremost Family Health Centers, you can learn about how vaccines are playing defense for you and your family. Call 214-426-3645 or visit foremostfhc.org to learn more. And we're back, and you're listening to the BC Counselor's Legal Brief, the podcast providing legal info to help you, your family, and your business. Real estate, I found in, 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 in business deals, we'll do it the same way, where everything's kind of signed at once, but people are so built on doing a real estate transaction a certain way because like like the title companies in my experience they do a lot of just if it's in, if it's commercial investor stuff they're only dealing with real estate right they don't a lot of them don't deal with the sale of of an actual business too so let's say you're a doctor and you own the practice that you're in as like the real yep. estate and then you have the practice itself you're going to want to sell possibly everything all at once. And that happens less frequently compared to everyday title companies are helping people buy and sell and transfer just the real estate. So in a real estate transaction, you're going to find that you're going to sign that main contract first and you'll have it in place. And then there's going to be a time frame for you to do some things and during the time frame that you're going to do some things, uh, you'll be working towards a closing date. And the closing date's when you're going to sign the other documents we're going to talk about. So in a real estate transaction, we've got that main agreement. And then we're going to have something called a deed, Spencer. Yep. 
Tell our folks what a deed is. So the deed is the actual document that transfers title to the new owner. So if I have if I have a contract with you, right, to sell the property, but you never like get a deed from me. Like, did you do you own the property? Not necessarily, no. Exactly. And 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 let's go one step further. A lot of times when you're not paying cash always. So you've got a mortgage, things of that nature. And and there's been a misconception where people think, hey, I don't own the property because I haven't paid my mortgage off. Well, that's not true. You, you there will be a deed. They say, Oh, I don't have a deed. Yeah, you got a deed. Because that transferred the property to you. You have a lien still on your property. So you still own it. The bank doesn't own it. The bank only will own it if you default, things of that nature. They just get the right of first refusal, so to speak. So people need to always kind of remember that of it is still yours because you can go sell it. The bank can't go sell it unless you've defaulted, certain provisions have taken place, things of that nature with the mortgage or deed of trust, what what have you. Yeah. So you own the property once that deed is signed and transferred to you and filed with the county. Yeah, that's exactly right. So Texas is a little bit different than uh, some of the other states. Let's compare and contrast Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma has something called a mortgage, and it's it's essentially a document that you assign all of your rights in the event of a, a default. So in other words, the bank can go and get it foreclosed upon through a court or they can sell it right. at a private sale. So Texas is a little bit different. Texas is a deed of trust, but a deed of trust is, is a mortgage. It's a mortgage. Yeah. It, it, it's, right. it's the and same thing yes. where you, yeah. where you are, are basically pledging as collateral, the, the, the building. So, or the, 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 the property. So anyway, uh, so, so transaction documents, yep. we've got the master, sale or purchase agreement we're going to have a deed because it has to be deeded yep you're going to have loan documents that include a deed of trust or a mortgage and your promissory promissory note your bank will 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 do that or or the uh the uh seller could be financing you'll have a suite of documents which think of those as the loan documents the money side of things that's right that's right the title company is going to have a number of closing documents on their end that 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 they need to satisfy some regulatory requirements. So yep. they'll have you probably initial that certain certain disclosures were made to yep. you that you received certain things. Um, uh, you you're going to be getting a, an owner's policy, mm-hmm. which means and maybe a lender's policy, which means title is okay. Yep, and somebody will come in and protect you yep. insurance if they screwed up missing the title which which that's actually part of the other part of the due diligence is yeah. that title company is going to give you a list of um potential encumbrances on the property such as uh, easements those easements can be anywhere from a driveway to power line easements water line easements things of that nature a lot of them are not an issue for you yeah but your job as the buyer is to, if there is an issue with something that you don't like, you have to respond within a certain period of time. That's part of that process. And that's why I think, Mike, uh, selling real estate's a little bit different because you have that contract that starts the process of 
doing all the work. That's right. You know? So 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 the contract the contract basically says, hey, we're gonna agree to do this deal. So so we will go to a close and you will get a deed and you will get money or the right, side will yeah. get money, the side will get a deed, and we're gonna do all this stuff. Because remember the seller just needs the money. Yep. The buyer needs the deed. Yep. That's fundamentally the basic. And there's a bunch of ancillary things that need to be done. Like if there's a lease on the property, the buyer uh, uh, will want an assignment of that lease. Right. And they'll uh, want to review it. And, 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 yeah. and yeah, and they're going to want to do due diligence. Yeah. But as far as like transfer documents, I need a deed. I need paperwork transferring the lease to me. I need paperwork showing that the lease is in good standing. So yeah. I want this this tenant to say, "Yeah, I'm your tenant, and it's in good standing." We want to we want to to, to to have those sorts of things. All that's done at closing, basically. But until we get to the closing, what bridges the gap is this contract. And so, mm-hmm. Spencer, you don't want to give me access to your stuff if I don't have a contract. Right. So that's what we do. And when you hear it's put in escrow, we sign the agreement. Now the escrow company yep. basically has it. So what do we need to do between between signing the contract and then getting all these documents delivered to us? Spencer hit it. Due diligence. Yep. And what due diligence are you looking at? You're looking at title. Yep. Is the title clean? Well, the good news is you don't have to do that because you have a title company right. that will do that. And Spencer pointed out they'll show all the encumbrances and what an encumbrance is things that affect the property. These are all of the things that you need to know about. And then you can actually address them with with the seller. Hey, what is this and this and this and this? And then you can say, you need to cure this. You need to fix this. You need to do this. And you have an opportunity to make it the way you want it. Now, there's certain things that are are going to affect the marketability or the ability to sell the land, other things that aren't. You're really going to be focused just on those like really important things. That's an area that an attorney can help you. Most people... Even right. even the brokers don't even know. Yeah. Like if you're doing a real estate transaction, you're going to need an attorney to help you negotiate some of the finer points of the agreement that that you're going to sign that kicks it all off. But 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 certainly helping you navigate with that with that uh, uh, they call it a commitment for the issuance of right. insurance. What that says. Then the other thing that you're going to do, and you don't need an attorney to do this, but your broker can certainly help you. The due diligence is you're going to want to see, you know, how profitable could this be? Like you might create a pro forma based on renters. You know, what does that look like? Because most of the time if you're buying real estate, you're looking at rental income, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And obviously appreciation and resell, but you you want to do that. Other due diligence. People have bought their houses. It's the same thing for commercial property. You want to make sure that 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 it that it structurally right. is sound. Right. You do sound. an inspection, just like you do on residential. Yeah. But but this is gonna be maybe a little more in depth, where you get 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 uh, contractors to look at your oh. HVAC systems, yep. and 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 you might get, have somebody that can look at structurally because mm-hmm. if you're wanting to rent this. How hard is it going to be well, for you to... Or maybe renovate it. Yeah. How hard is it going to be for you to to, 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 to change this around? So you don't want to understand the building, the systems, and make sure that, that that's intact. But I'll say the biggest thing that we've seen is the HVAC system. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take those. You want to get those yeah. looked at. And then and then uh, as far as your the, the, the rest of uh, your due diligence period... Like, like once you understand that title is clean and you're comfortable with the way that the, that the fundamental 
property looks and the and the finances then then you can you can you can move to close but typically you get a certain period of time between say like like 15 to 45 days i mean i've seen as much as 60 days but it's kind of negotiated 30 seems to be kind of like a happy medium happy medium 21 to 30 like i see a lot um you'll have that time period to do it and then you can terminate for any reason if it doesn't meet your satisfaction you can terminate another contingency is if you're not paying cash you get favorable financing if you can't you can terminate but once those periods go by now you have to close yep. and then you go to your close you get transferred the property and you're and you're you're you're, you're golden as they say but here's a key that i've i've got into negotiations with folks that i think buyers and sellers need to understand on real estate there are certain reps and warranties. Those are representations that must be made. You're going to buy a residential property as is, is, without representation usually. In a commercial deal, you will want representations and warranties. And that is a very important thing. The savvy sellers won't want to do it. The savvy buyers will not buy the property without, without it. it. And so that's an area that we would address in the contract and that's something that uh, is maybe its own its own discussion on what those what those look like. It just like. guarantees to protect the buyer. It it, it helps you yeah. a lot because yeah. again, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Now, sometimes the property is just perfect, and you know, and you don't care. Like environmental factors, though, that's the biggest thing. Because yeah. here's the last thing I'm going to say: if you're buying real estate, whatever it was on that land environmentally, you're buying it. And that liability. Yeah. So if you need to defray some of that, it's good to have a representation or warranty from a seller that says, no, there's nothing there. And and if the seller's pushing back, maybe it's a question why. But anyway, uh, real estate transaction in a commercial context, pretty straightforward. If you purchased a residential house, it's it's the same. Just a few different documents involved. Just but, a slightly but, deeper yeah. uh, uh, due diligence period, and and a one one last thing that I think is worth mentioning, and then I think we have to wrap this one up because I'm starting to get a little too dense. <laughs> but surveys, you're gonna talk yeah. about surveys, and do you need a survey? And yes, you should have a survey. Now, if if a survey shows all of the improvements and it's a relatively recent survey, you might not need a new one. Talk to your title yeah. company. They might they might give it to you. Yeah. But why this matters is in your title policy, there's going to be exclusions on what's covered. So if there is like a, a what would you call it, uh, a, a, like an encroachment, encroachment yep. right? That could be problematic for you. And so understanding what that looks like makes sense, and you get that in what's called an Alta survey. Now, they're a few thousand bucks, depending on what you're dealing with, but, but it's, it, it is it worth it. And, and that is a term that you can negotiate with the, with the seller, uh, you know, who covers it, what's typical, what's customary. And typically, uh, there are customary costs that people pay, although it's all negotiable. Uh, the customary uh, uh, sharing is 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 how we normally 
rep- recommend what we recommend to our clients. And if you've got questions as to what that looks like, reach out to us, talk to your broker. Your broker can, can certainly tell you that, but you can feel good with what's typical. Yeah. Don't need to recreate the wheel. So that is in a nutshell, a real estate transaction. Spencer's already put up his, uh, his computer. It, it died. <laughs> Alex joined us, but this was a boring one, so he didn't get to really uh, jump in. Alex, did that help you? Like, if you were buying a piece of real he, estate, he's like, "No, I just bought my house. Where were you last month?" Well, I actually closed on the twenty second. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But is this what you've kind of experienced? Like, like I know you're buying a house, but is this what what similar to what you what you what you did? It actually is. Um, I mean, the the seller disclosure she did it disclose that there was foundation issues. And yeah. so we fixed the foundation. Of course, that's going to cost some buckling in the roof. So um, when we did the negotiations, she first said she wasn't going to do the roof. So I lowballed the offer. Yeah. Incredibly yeah. lowballed the offer. Yeah. And uh, she said, well, uh, okay, well, I'll counter back at this, and I'll do the roof. Yeah. I'll do the foundation. Whatever breaks during the foundation, mm-hmm. I'll get it fixed. She brought the HVAC yeah. So we make sure that she threw the HVAC cleaning and, and made mm-hmm. the at the inspection. The inspector notice, noted that the AC wasn't cooling as fast as it should be. Yeah. So we said, hey, you need to have the HVAC uh, service and tuned up. So we uh, we came back on a pretty good. Good. See, and See? that and, and he illustrated a couple a couple valid points. One. A lot of this is just negotiation, yep. and 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 two, getting in like good like professionals to to help you understand because again, just like the title, you have an opportunity yep. to say, hey, this is a problem. This is a problem during your due diligence period. If there are issues, you can ask the seller to repair it. Now, can you force them? No. no. They might say no, and you lose the deal, and then that's part of the negotiation. But at least during that period, you have the power to walk away yourself. And if they yep. want the deal, well, then this is what They'll you got to do to address. Yep. So, so yeah. So yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. But they, they did try to throw a little hook in there saying that we did have an offer, but they pulled the offer and put an offer in another house. But they called us to come back for another offer. This happened. And I told them twice. If they count, they have one. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the beauty of it. So. Okay. Well. Uh, I, I, another installment. Yeah. Man, we're good at this. Yeah, we're just knocking these things out. All right, guys, uh, until next time. Thank you. Farewell. And that brings us to the end of another show. For more information on today's topic or previous show topics, visit our website at thebccounselorsatlaw.com. While there, feel free to let us know what future show topics you'd like us to cover. On behalf of Mike, this is Spencer, and we thank you for listening. And remember, it's always our goal to provide easy-to-understand legal info to help you, your family, and your business here on the BC Counselor's Legal Brief. Mm-hmm.